0: Right now we have some breaking news out of Florida. We have Jimmy Patron Jimmy Patronis on. He's a CFO of the state of Florida, and he coordinated with all first responders during the Surfside collapse. Jimmy, how are you?
1: He's going to give us an update. What's what's going on in Florida? We saw some very nasty pictures.
0: Yeah, Mr. John, I tell you, uh, it's it's like nothing I've ever seen. So. Uh, my my job in my office, we coordinate all the first responders. So we did the Surfside building collapse, we did Hurricane Michael, Irma, and now this one. This storm is by far the biggest impact. Uh, it may be the biggest impact financially to the state of Florida because just inflation and property values and where this storm landed. But um, but our urban search and rescue teams they they've touched over six thousand homes. Uh, in the last 24 hours, where they've actually touched them and visited them, and there's nobody there, uh, they will do that till they touch all those affected. Um, and they just—they're doing amazing work. But 42,000 linemen are working right now in restoring power. FPL's restored about a million homes in the last 24 hours, and Duke about 650,000.
1: Wow! And uh, uh, when do you expect to uh, to be back up in Sanibel Island? They, they, they lost yeah. the entire uh, causeway
0: yeah, so so you're, you're familiar with the causeway. There are parts of those causeways are, are, are earthen causeways, so there was washout. so the, the, the actual bridges spans themselves are intact. So you know it's a matter of, of repairing some of the earthen causeway, uh, and then the, the landings on either side have to be shored up. Um, but the the challenge you've got is 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 the, it is now an island, and the only way you can get to it is by helicopter. You can get there by boat, but we've got heavy equipment that we've got to get out there. We've got to get front end loaders to clear the roads. So uh, I mean we've we we've got a we've got a mess in our hands, but uh, the governor's doing an amazing job. He's working very hard. Uh, the county is you know, just doing the best we can with uh, the extreme circumstances that we're faced with. And now the storm has made landfall in South Carolina as the Florida death toll rises. I, it's just unbelievable how catastrophic this storm was. Is yeah, I, I'm at, I'm currently in the Charlotte County Emergency Operations Center right now, and and you know, Charlotte County. It wasn't that long ago. It was impacted by Hurricane Charlie, so a lot of the infrastructure here and also the building codes that were here were newer. So, so it, it it weathered the storm better. Uh, Fort Myers Beach is probably the most catastrophic weather event of destruction I've ever seen in the history of, of, of monitoring disasters. Um, and I can I can get you some photos. I'll, I'll shoot them over to you. It's uh it I was I went out with Task Force Two last night and I met with them about eight o'clock and I was with them till about eleven o'clock at night. And uh, these guys don't know the word stop. Um they they're working hard, but under extraordinary conditions, just uh devastating. So far, they're saying about 42 people died in Florida, but millions remain without power. What's the concern now for for South Carolina? Because their infrastructure is I'm just looking now at some video in Charleston. You're seeing a lot of waters, people like using their canoes to get down the streets. It's uh it's it's frightening because they're not they're not prepared for something like this. No, and, and Charleston, I guess, dodged a little bit of a bullet because it wasn't a direct hit. You know, what we saw with Panama City with Hurricane Michael would have been a considerable threat to Charleston, where you've got lots of beautiful, majestic oak trees. They, they're hard to, uh, to trim. Because people like the appearance they add, but they, they bring catastrophic problems to the recovery process because of the debris that is caused. And when they go down and they're near a home, they'll destroy the home. So, um, you know, this is, this was a big concern, but it sounds like at least by the preliminary understanding I had Charleston dodged a little bit of a bullet, but it's still, it's still bad.
1: And uh, it's Richard Weinberg. So I wanted to ask you, how do local and state officials pre-plan for situations like this when they know that this kind of environmental event is, is coming your way? How do you deal with that?
0: Sure, sure. So so the biggest thing is through through changing in the building codes. So it, it's it's amazing. You can drive down parts of uh, Fort Myers Beach, and you can see the homes that were built in the last five years, they withstood the storm. The, the houses that were built 25 years ago, that were stick built 25 years ago, the only thing left is either the slab or, or the stilts that the house was on. I mean, it just obliterates the houses. So, And that's all due 100% to storm surge. So, so one is is increasing the building codes that will drive up the cost per square foot. That will make homes less affordable. Uh, but this is one of the ways you make your insurance more affordable because the house is going to be more resilient to the inclemental weather and destruction.
1: Now, what happens when you rebuild a house? You you keep your old mortgage at uh, at three percent, or you have to pay seven percent for the new mortgage. That's no, an interesting that's, that's, question. That's,
0: that's, so what's gonna happen, you know, that if your home is still under a mortgage and your carrier writes a check, it's gonna be a two-party check. So, I mean, and in some cases, you know, you're trying to work with a contractor. Some banks are easier to work with than others. And, and, you know, with Hurricane Michael, I tell you, I had to call so many financial institutions and just, you know, I just to shake them. I said, look, these people are trying to build their house. You're sitting on their money. You've got to release those dollars because, because, you know, they'll, they'll write a check for $200,000, but they may only own the bank 45 grand. You know, so so the 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 Sometimes we we've got to beat the banks up, make sure they release the money uh, when they're they're made whole on the mortgage, because these people want to want to put their lives back together.
1: You've got to oversee that, otherwise they uh, they're, they're, they're going to take advantage of some of these people.
0: Oh yeah, so well, so my office that we do all uh, insurance consumer relations and and uh, and helping people with the claims process. So we're doing a series. This is unique to Florida. We've started doing the last few years, but we do an insurance village. And I bring all the carriers in together, and I have my entire team sitting there beside them. And we make them work through the claims process with our with our people. And and what I've been doing here this week, as as with Governor Santa standing beside me, we have been beating the heck out of all of these creditors that come into the market who prey on. Because you think about it, somebody's going to get potentially a two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars check from an insurance company if they can get you to sign a construction management contract, or if they can get you to sign with a with an unscrupulous public adjuster. There's these different parasites that will come in because they want to get a for that big check and then you know th- then it just complicates everything in some cases they're reputable but it's unfortunate that the, the the bad really outweighs the good when it comes to some of this destruction because people are vulnerable and they're making poor decisions because they don't have access to internet or cell phones or to be able to talk to somebody to get good advice
1: Jimmy Patronus I like the way you talk you're protecting uh, <laughs> the consumer and protect- Governor Patterson who's in our studio here Governor would you do the same thing what would you do? I do exactly the same thing they're doing. All I can think of, Jimmy, is President Andrew Jackson once said, "The banks—I'll get the banks before the banks get me."
0: <laughs> Good <laughs> um, to be with y'all. Thank, thank we, you. Uh, we gotta we take a break. Thank you. you do. Keep
1: doing great work. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks, uh, thank Mr. John. Take care. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.